0: Hello and welcome along to Get AGA brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit O'Neill's.com for all the latest offers. Delighted to be coming to you here live from sunny Geelong for the Geelong Gales Youth Championships. And I'm joined by the one and only, the mighty Sean O'Leary.
1: Oops. Sorry, turn your mic there, will you? <laughs> Thanks, Liam. Um, good to be here, down in Geelong. Absolutely fantastic down here at the Geelong U Championships. Um, I see Keith Cavanaugh here out in the middle of the field keeping things in order for the under-15 girls between Geelong Gales and GAA Melbourne.
0: Yeah, it's a brilliant um, brainchild, list tournament of G- John Reaney. He's the, the godfather of GEA here in Geelong. And um, we're down here playing on two pitch or oh, three pitches in fact. There's what, Johnny, under
1: 12s, under 16s, and what's the other age? So there's under 12s, under 15s, and we had an exhibition game of Gaelic football and hurling for the under nines. Yeah,
0: so we've got all ages represented here boys and girls, and they're playing kind of a seven aside um, on the length of a soccer pitch, That's which right. is great to see, and it's all Australian born children. Um, and some obviously have some Irish heritage but a lot of them don't which is fantastic a lot of them playing footy here in Geelong and then up in Melbourne and they're also playing Gaelic football and the skills on the show have been great here today
1: Yeah and we have we have two other clubs here which are actually unique because they're actually from um, secondary schools from Australia so you've got Christian Christians College and you've got Torquay College as well down here which are actually for people that don't know they're down the coast or they're well out of the central Melbourne uh, they're down the coast here, near just below Geelong on the Great Ocean Road. So, that's uh, a real eye-opener into like the amount of exposure Aussie kids are getting here. But I've been hearing from parents, Aussie parents, this morning that they're all encouraging their their kids to play Gaelic football because it complements the uh, the skills of AFL.
0: Yeah, and we're hoping as well to see this, this grow, obviously, right throughout not just Melbourne but Victoria. We've got the two Melbourne teams, Kids GA Melbourne and Kids GA Victoria, on show. We've got the Geelong Grasshoppers, as they're called, um, and they've got boys and girls. They're getting great numbers down here in Geelong, which is around an hour outside of Melbourne. Over 100 kids training on Tuesdays, nights, and Thursday nights. And up in Melbourne, we've got the Kids GA Melbourne and Kids GA Victoria, which are getting great numbers down as well in Gailey Park and all around Melbourne, which is great to see.
1: That's right, Liam. And I think the big, the big eye opener as you're approaching the ground. Just driving up to the grounds, first of all, you see the amount of cars parked here. And then as you come in the gates, you see the amount of kids playing games in here, off the pitch and on the pitch. It's just a wonderful thing to see.
0: Yeah, and everyone has a, has a Getty footballer hurling their hand here. And I think in Melbourne, rewind five years ago, Shawnee, when we were here, um, your first barn was just, just on the way. This wasn't going in Melbourne. We, no. didn't, we didn't have kids hurling their football. So huge credit must be given to the people who've started it up and, and taken it on the road because... There's no way a few years ago they would have thought they would be playing a competition here today with just probably nearly two hundred kids played.
1: Yeah, that it is. It's a credit to those people who started up. I mean, like you go the names of like um Michael Comfort, Carl Walsh, Key Kavanaugh uh, Key Kavanaugh. Those people are instrumental in starting up all of this uh kids scale games here in, in Melbourne and, and John Rainy of course down here in in Geelong. And it's just a brilliant outlet. My my fellow was down there today now. Um, he's only he's only four at the moment but we throw him in the under nines he said (laughs) if he's if he's good enough he's old enough Liam
0: yeah that's what they say down the Watergrass Hill in Cork Um, um, Sean he's Hanging on there now. He he's old enough. He's still good enough. He's hanging on there. <laughs> Forty one, still playing fair play, to you Johnny. Yeah. Um, we'll have a good show here today. Now down in Geelong, Giggles isn't with us. Um, he might join us on the phone. We try getting him there now, but he's screening my calls at the moment. So we'll see
1: if we can get him on. Giggles refused to travel. He didn't. He but um, he was expecting. Expenses. He w- Yeah. He was. He was. Ex- he was expecting expenses to come down here to Geelong, and refused to come down here. This is so important. Uh, our man John Heenan is.
0: Yeah, me and Johnny be kind of real GA people down here, like you know, salt to the earth, down mixing it with the. With the locals. We're but true ho- volunteers, Liam. True volunteers, yeah. Of the GA. That's what it's all about, right. about volunteerism. Yeah, exactly, 100%. So hopefully, Giggles might give us a call back. Um, we will ho- We do hope to get on some of the coaches involved with the kids. Shawnee is big, obviously, involved with kids. GA Melbourne, um, doing a great job out there on a Sunday morning hurling and football, and we'll try and get John Reaney on as well. So coming up next, we're going to have a, a quick chat, hopefully, with John Reaney. <laughs> Okay, delighted to be joined here by John Rainey, the Mayor of Geelong and by Ryan Healy, the youth coordinator for Geelong Gales. Thanks very much lads for making your time to come over. I know you're in the middle of a very, very busy tournament, but you must be delighted the way it's going, Ryan.
4: Yeah, so far so good. Uh good turnout, amount of kids and families here and uh I must admit I haven't seen a lot of football but um, the standard's been really good as well. Uh really, really, really impressed with uh the way the young kids have picked up the game and yeah, what they're producing here today. Irene, right, what brought you to getting involved with Gaelic Games down here in Geelong? Uh, I was looking for something for myself to do, uh, and uh, so I started playing with the Gales in the men's senior team, uh, but before too long, with John starting up the juniors and, and getting the grasshoppers going, um, he got a bit of a tap on the shoulder and said, would you mind sort of helping out and becoming the coordinator of the... The junior division, which I was more than happy to do, I'm sort of a school teacher by trade, so it was a sort of a natural fit for me to sort of take over this part of the, the club and obviously um, help coordinate uh, our training as well as these competitions.
0: You've gone from zero to 100, like overnight down here, especially with the
4: underage. You've had huge numbers, Ryan, during the week, I heard, like kids upwards of 80 and 100 kids. Yeah, yeah, we, we normally have a, a, a core group of about 70 kids on a Sunday morning, but uh if you took our numbers on the list, we've got about 120 kids who have actually come and trained during the last two seasons we've, we've, we've been up and about. So, yeah, really, really happy with the amount of kids and, and you know, the enthusiasm they have for, for, for Gaelic football and, and hurling as and, well.
0: And how do you think it compares to their love for, for AFL?
4: Oh, I don't think you could ever replace their, their love for AFL, uh, but it's it's something where some kids actually prefer the, the fact that it's – less contact, you know, there's not the head knocks, um, but still enough physicality that um, they feel like they're out there playing a competitive game. So there's um, there's some that who I think we've we've converted, but there's still some we're, we're working on as well. I'm also joined here by, by John Rainey, the man who got Geelong Gales back up and running a few years
0: ago. John, I say if you were to say a few years ago, that you're going to have an underage academy happening down here now, Geelong. You wouldn't believe your eyes what you're seeing here today.
3: No, that's right. Le- um, it's just it's just amazing. Um, what today is all about. Uh, yeah, at the start, five or six years ago, we struggled for a men's team. Uh, senior men's that is. Uh, didn't have anything got to do with the ladies, but over time we got involved with the the local footy the local footy club and the Geelong West joint Geelong West joints. Um, so they've got all the ladies, the juniors. And obviously, um, the expats are, are members uh, of Irish, our Irish and their kids are 10, 12, 11, and we kind of saw an, an opportunity to get something going with those kids and get get their parents to give something back in terms of the Gaelic football and hurling, and then it just it just went bang. It's just overnight, as Ryan says there, it's... Um, I don't know how many kids we'll have down here today, but I'm looking forward to seeing what it is and the vast majority, vast, vast majority are going to be Australian. Yeah, and I think the, the main thing
0: for, I think, myself and me looking on, I suppose, not being as closely involved as Shawnee or yourselves, is that it's all about participation, yeah. that every single kid is playing here today. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's you know the older kids are that bit more competitive, yeah. Yeah. but everyone's getting a game, it's on and off, no one's really worrying too much about the scores, no. you know, no. um, and I think that's fantastic to see, because that's what ultimately what it should all be about at this age
3: yeah it, 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 that's what the, the main goal of today is everyone everyone plays everyone gets a game whoever wins wins we don't care who wins as long as the kids are having fun um getting the game learning the game there's probably there's probably guys and girls down here who haven't played Gaelic football before who just got involved in the last few weeks and um, it's just amazing to see um, just touching on our under 15 girls we had 4 or 5 that played here today and they've been playing in our local summer seven or side so competition, which we've been running midweek for the last six or seven weeks. So those girls have been playing with the older girls on their team. Um, so today, basically, it was their, ta- their, their day to shine. But um, you could see the development of those, of those girls. It's just fantastic to see and what they've been doing over the last few weeks.
0: And Ryan, in terms of transferable skills from the, from the AFL,
4: um, what do you think are the key crossovers getting them involved that they take to it so easy? I think number one is the hand pass. I think, you know, the skill of hand passing is, you know, between Gaelic and, and AFL, almost identical. Uh, you know, the, the, the thing I see, the, probably the, the challenge that a lot of the younger kids have is, is kicking the ball. Um, they want to kick it like an AFL ball hard and, you know, try and get distance onto it. But, um, you know, in terms of field positioning and where they position themselves on the ground, uh, you can actually use... For kids who are, are very new to the game, you can actually use AFL terms. Like, you're going to be sort of like a full forward or a forward pocket and uh, a midfielder, those sort of things. So even though the, the language is slightly different, they sort of go, oh, yeah, I know where that is and I can I can go and pick up that position. Uh, yeah, so but the, the, the hand pass I find is the one that you can really utilise with the kids is, is that let's just use the handball, run the ball, run the ball, and then when we get in range, let's let's have a shot. and
0: mm. Yeah, and I think seeing this here today it's brilliant for these kids. It's great that they're doing training sessions, they're down on Sundays and Tuesdays, but to have games yeah. and playing against kids that they don't know, I think going back as a kid myself, going to these blitzes as a young lad was fantastic. John he has been called here to do a ref. We w- we'll leave you go, John, if you need to go across there. Yeah,
3: yeah. Sean's
0: uh, sh- jumping in, is he? Yeah, Sean's jumping. Come on, go for Rainy. He's right. He's the jack of all trades here today, John Rini. Put those headphones on there, Sean, the mic is on there. Try not to crackle it as much as you can. Sean, not great, that kind of stuff. Um, But Ryan you would hoping to see this become an annual event and, yeah. al- and also hoping that competitions in similar nature might happen back up in Melbourne mm-hmm. um, and getting the kids playing maybe two or three times a year in this type of blitz.
4: Absolutely. So we, we started this sort of idea last year. We had the regional games in Geelong and uh, the the regional games were the, were the men's competition. So we had Adelaide, Gold Coast, ourselves um, playing in that last year. So we, we decided on that day we would give the kids a chance to play a game uh, and the response we had was amazing to that day, just the enthusiasm the parents, the kids had for the game and what and what the game offered, particularly at this time of year when a lot of kids, if they're not playing cricket, they, they don't do a lot. Um, so in terms of what it, it gave us uh, last year was this, well, we need to make this an annual event. So this year it's a standalone kids event. We've, um, we've recruited a lot more kids. Uh, we've got uh, Torquay Tigers playing here today, who are a, a football club down on the surf coast. Uh, we've also got Christian College, which is the school I teach out there. We've got a couple of teams in here as well. So we're trying to just ev- every year grow and grow and grow a little bit. And, again, we'll we'll hopefully travel up to Melbourne uh, in the new year to play against uh, the Melbourne teams again. And then we're also looking to take a, a, a team across to Adelaide and, and play over in Adelaide uh, in in March. So, yeah, and that, that gives kids are you know you one of the things is you know how do you offer kids the chance to play a game you know they can't just train 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 and it's not the same just playing games of training you actually need a real sense of competition and this is what this day is all about just getting the kids out there, say having a go getting involved having fun but also playing against other teams which is is really important for them to keep them interested in the game
1: I think there's a, that's a very important point there that you, you brought up about um, train, 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 and, and and you know having games because that's that's been a very um, hot topic I guess back in Ireland as well in terms of fixtures and uh, and things like that where they have actually have more ability to play more games but mm. they can't because of intercounty seasons and things like this. But whereas here, it's it's nearly the same situation again. We, we can we, we can train every weekend. We can train you know twice a week, three times a week. But we need games. The yeah. guys. The guys need competition. Like kids, young, no matter if they're five years old or fifteen years old, they need that competition. Mm. They need, you know, they need that bit of a uh, pressure and, you know, that that bit of drive as well, because it just brings out the best in them. And they want to compete. Like they just really want to compete. They're doing they're doing the training, but they really want those games. And I think that's a very important point that you brought, you, mm. uh, you brought up there, Ryan. Yeah,
4: and. Uh you know, Shawnee helped us out with the, uh, the the hurling today, which was great as well. So we've f- we're sort of targeting our our little little kids for for hurling. So start them young, right? That's what to do? Start them young, yeah. So start them young, and it, it's it's funny we've had a lot of kids who've actually said I prefer prefer the hurling. That's all to, I want to hear. football. That's all um, I want to <laughs> <I> hear. <laughs> so we so we we do with our little nippers out under nines. We do two weeks of football, a week of hurling, two weeks of football, a week of hurling, and uh, we just want to hopefully see them grow up to be hopefully in six seven eight years time a, a senior hurling team as well coming out of geelong which yeah. would, be, yeah. Know, yeah. would be really really special to and, think and, we've and to be
1: fair it. that that under nine um exhibition game that we had there some very capable hurlers on your side like you you guys had a lot of um you're you a lot stronger side than we had we had a lot of smaller kids there like but you guys are very well capable of the this, you know, the simple skills of hurling. Like it was all ground hurling, just for context. And uh, we had the the larger slitter, so it's a bit of a softer slitter. And um, the Geelong guys were well able to move the ball up and down the field. The simple things like you know, dribbling with the ball, getting mm-hmm. it out of, getting it out of a pack, because all these kids they just run after the ball. It's yeah. just like in packs and packs and the um, which was very good to see. Is is actually the Geelong guys really? I guess grasping those simple basic skills like, which was brilliant to see, and on mm. and our our kids here absolutely loved it. They had a great time. Like it was, like they've been building up this going to bed last night. It was like the big their first <laughs> big match ever. Like so, this is this is like all our own final to us yeah. as it was to them this morning. So, um, just to see like just the the amount of enjoyment they're getting out of this. Like, yeah. we're ju- I was just saying to our parents there a while ago like we, we kind of forget mm. how much impact this actually has on, on kids. Like, these these guys will be talking about this in school and, you know, on their creches and things like this throughout the week, yep. you know, and, and, and having a chat about it with their parents, and, you know, at night time or whatever like this, or over dinner. and mm. it, The impact is incredible, like, and w- I think we don't appreciate that enough. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, it was a really special moment to see the kids out
4: there with their their hurley sticks and you know having a whack around and that, again this is what we've you know been training for and training for and to see them out there today actually doing what we've been training them to do you know that's that's really quite rewarding for for all involved so yeah
0: thanks Ryan that's great thanks so much for giving your time I know you're a oh, no. busy man on the PA there so we'll leave you get back to and we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with hopefully someone from the Melbourne teams to have a quick chat with us thanks guys I appreciate it fellas. Thanks, 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 Ryan. thanks Ryan cheers. Nice to be joined here by Keith Cavill, the referee for the men's football final coming up here in a couple of minutes Keith, how are you feeling about the big game?
2: Yeah, looking forward to it now, there's a good attendance here, it's like a bumper crowd here It's like the dubs are travelling, so we're looking forward to the final here We are 2,500 people probably here today, it's bigger than a, some of the league games back home So it's been a successful day so far Gary Owen now in Young Orleans into the final, so yeah, we're looking forward to it and uh, we expect a good game Keith, you
0: made a big call in the semi-final by awarding a penalty last minute and two arch-rivals, Gary Owen and Wolf Tones.
2: Did you feel the pressure when you made that call? No, no. When you're a referee, you make these decisions and you have to call what you see. And when somebody puts out their foot to block someone on, a, on the last kick, you give a penalty because that's what the right decision to do is. You, you make these decisions. And that's what a referee does. He makes the call happy. 100% back my decision. That's
0: why you're paid the big bucks, Keith. Best
2: of luck in the final now and hope it goes well.
0: God, delighted to be joined here by that man that was on the soundbite there, Keith Cavanagh. Keith, thanks so much for making the time. I know you're a very, very busy man here today.
2: Thanks very much, Liam. and um, thanks for having us on again. It's nice to get another shot on the GAA. G'day, GAA. And you'll know a little slip award there for yourself. Um no, well obviously you're down in Geelong here, Um love me atmosphere. The weather's not too good, but it's probably good for football. Um it's not too hot. There's an exhibition stuff going on out here, but um, it seems to be got going well so far. Um
0: <coughs> Jeez, Morris, Keith, thanks, just cough into the microphone there and it blew the ear off me. I have to do it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Keith, yeah, you're you're doing fierce work up in Melbourne, as are, are lots and lots of people. Um how you find the the programme going for you this year and the numbers you're getting?
2: Um, it's it's been absolutely amazing, Liam. Yeah, really, really good. We're we're so happy the way it's going. Um, what we said about this year is they're putting a good structure in place. Okay, So we're getting a lot of kids that are coming in at that um, four, five, six-year-olds. The, the heart trouble of any um, Gaelic team or football in the future is your young kids. And we're putting a good structure in place. And we've got a lot of coaches helping out. And uh, we seem to be going the right direction. Yeah, We've got a lot, a lot of numbers coming in. We're talking 25, 30 kids uh, playing at that age group. It's it's a massive, massive thing. And we can't believe that we've got them numbers, but that's what we have. And we're trying to roll into everything else. And we're moving on through the years with our under 7s, under 10s, and, and even extending into them under 15s that are out here playing now.
0: Um, obviously, you've got a great coach for your young hurlers, I'm Keith, Shani Larry, who's joining with us here today. If you had any tips for Shani to improve his coaching uh, performance, how would you say they would be? <sighs> do
2: you know what? I don't know where to start with that because I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? Um, tip by tip, um, one by one, and, and I'm sure Shani will be able to get up there like ourselves.
1: I'm, I'm i'm aspiring to get to that level every day
2: <laughs> yeah now we're lucky to have shiny in that as well good holder man Um, we in our, our junior academy kind of um helping out and um pushing the hole in the head and um, we obviously got our gear that came in there this week so we will far ahead now we've got all our helmets and holes and stuff like that so gear was an issue for a little bit but we still um went forward what, what we had we hadn't got helmets for the last couple of weeks but now we have them so Fire ahead and all, all cylinders, football and holding it's, it's really, really good. Full
1: contact next week in training. Oh yeah, Helmets are on, them. absolutely tearing to them, I leave, I leave nothing behind.
2: And Keith, obviously your young fella's out playing
0: there in the, the under-15s there today. Like, coming from Dublin, big football man, played a bit with Dublin yourself in the junior team, um, and seeing your young lad out here today playing, did you ever think that he'd have a pathway and be able to play at a competitive level at that age?
2: Um, first off with we'll start back. I played with dozen seniors, right? We we'll get that one right first very <laughs> carney It wasn't a long, a long spell, but we got there. Um, no, it's yeah, it's, that's listen, the reason that I love Gaelic Trio and True and we're trying to promote her over here. The big thing in Australia is the families, getting the families around. And it's a good family buzz, a good environment to be around, a good experience. And we obviously, all the kids play other sports, but the Gaelic Games is what our background is and our true love. And that's what we're trying to, trying to develop over here. Over here. Especially, what I find with my young lad Robbie's team, he's 15 now. And the next level for him is to move into junior football after, say, 16s and minors. So we have to try to make it a competition and more, get more kids in, footy kids, everything in. So we make that competition. Out here today, they've got that. They've got that today. They've got three teams that they're competing against, and they're absolutely flying it out there. But that's what brings the best out in people, is when they play competition, it fires up in the belly, and it gets people involved. We've got kids out there that haven't kicked the football two weeks ago in Gaelic, and when the kids come up to me in training and says, he goes, jeez, this Gaelic is great fun. I can't believe it. It's absolutely amazing. And I was just, that took me back. That get me a little buzz to go, right, I want to better myself, and I want to move on as well and help them kids develop and move them into that next stage of adult football. So that's, wh- that's where we're at now in a minute. And so we need to be getting them, um, putting the thinking hats on, and how we do that. You know what I mean? Do we get a team together that ca- contributes as a junior level for these kids so they get football? They go into the other, the other five clubs, they mightn't get football, first team football. There's no point in them kids being subs. They need yeah. to be playing football week in, week out. Kicking the ball, kick, hitting that do think they need to get football, and that's what we're here for. Where our big thing with the committee is now is let's let's grow the games and let's get uh, Melbourne community into it, and that's what we're doing. We're going to attack the schools, we're going to attack the clubs. We're like we're only start, we've only got a big structure in place now, and that's what you need a good base with the committee, and then we're going to attack everywhere.
1: Yeah, you're dead right, uh, Keith. And I think we touched on that earlier when we were talking to Ryan. Um, about games having games is just having games every weekend as much as we can whenever we can do it have games because this is what they want to play kids are very competitive like and whether it is w- w- as we said earlier if they're 5 years old or 15, 16, 17 year old they need games I mean like you see the you see there like you just said like this is our love You know, our first love is, is Gaelic games and you know this is why we want to prov- provide this environment for them but you also see the, the Aussie kids like the majority of kids out here are Aussies and their first love will be AFL but they still want to down here and play these Gaelic games, and this is what it's great. We're opening up to everybody to be inclusive in this the Aussie. Aussie come in and play with us, and our, I'm sure our kids will be playing AFL, you know, Oz kick and things like that as well. But like the more sports kids can play, the better, you know what I mean. So you've got Gaelic football and hurling there, two, two uh, very different uh, sports, but two actually very good sports that complement, you know, whatever whatever they aspire to go in future in life, whatever sport they want to uh, maintain or whatever like that. It's just so important.
2: Johnny, that is absolutely 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, when you think about it, guys, from from my perspective as well, is um, sports, football and everything has brought me so much of my life for being involved. Got so many friends now, even all over the world in different states over here. From playing the game that we love, and not even though the game, and maybe other sports. I play soccer and stuff like that as well. But it's the camaraderie when you go into a team sport, you play that, and it brings you into later in life as you're developing, as your career, whatever that may be. Your career, you're, you're getting in socializing, you're interacting with other people all the time. You're playing as a team. It's the same what happens in business. You, you when you make a connection with someone, you become a team to them, and that's when you develop. Yeah. So, Gaelic games, sports whatever it may be is it, it's 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 a goal that everyone should be playing and every kid should be involved in you know what I mean getting them fundamentals from the start
0: okay thanks very much for your time I know you're a very busy man you've lost a set of keys as well so hopefully they turn up you did try to blame my young lad for losing them but he's only three years old So I, don't <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, I don't think he pickpocketed me <laughs> <laughs> right, you had that in Gikini wouldn't you <laughs> thanks very much for spending time with us Keaton enjoy the rest of the day up the dubs
2: which is always you know a great show sure. You know, to say that you walked the steps of Crowe Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup, like, and... But, you know, we never changed one bit from the day we started, let's say, our first game with with Moore, going back to your locals and the people that you brought up with and you're reared with, there's nothing like coming back there, like... i the fancy open-top bus, I think we had Duggins, Richard Duggins' lorry, up up on the back of the lorry and off down. It's just lovely country and a few bonfires.
1: Lovely, lovely country lovely
0: country we're Ryan here is on the microphone, giving us a hard time here. Now we might hear him in the background. There we might just keep going, we'll reach Yeah,
1: Liam is not happy when the sound system is interrupted at all.
0: No, I spoke to Ryan. I said, Ryan, please don't do it when we're on, and he's just ignored
1: us. But he's making yeah. notes from there for, to find lost keys. Key cabinets. Key keys cabiners, are missing. Like so, Key cabinets is inter- interrupting our broadcast. Like we have to be, um, we have to be uh, kindful to um, our our um, contributors. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, no issues with Ryan Todd, but We did massive issues with Keith. Well, Shawnee, look, we, we're going to wrap up here, um, but I think we should touch on, before we finish, um, a big fundraising campaign that's going on at the moment for uh, a hurler in Melbourne, uh, Sean Ryan, known as Shiner. Um, he's not from our club in Gary Young, but from a great club, Shamrocks, who we've played against many times over the last number of years. And he, um, Shiner was in a really b- bad car crash just over a week ago, um, and he's going to need a lot of help on, on the rehab um, programme going forward. So we just want to wish, I suppose... Shiner all the best um, There is a, a GoFundMe page Which you can get on um, Our Instagram profile There is the link there You can also just go onto to GoFundMe.com and type in Sean Ryan Shiner And you'll also get the page there. There's lots and lots of great work being done To help raise some funds for Shiner And there's also going to be a hurling match I think In uh, the 15th of December in Melbourne Down in Gaelic Park to raise funds for Shiner as well So we always get behind that Seanny.
1: Yeah very very sad news um, To hear about Sean uh, as you said, we had w- some great battles on the field with Sean. We also played with Sean um, as part of the state games um, up in Brisbane. We won there a couple of years ago. I remember Sean has, was an instrumental playing midfield role um, at that time, um, and we uh, shared some very good moments with Sean. And we wish him all the best. Um, it's just it's very hard to um, to watch a, a person, a young person like that, um, be involved in such a such a horrible accident and. You know, going through this pain over here. You know, he's got no, his family around the way over. So it's really, really, really um, saddening and kind of puts a lot of things into perspective, as as people always say. But um, yeah, we wish Sean all the best, and we hope people can get behind him. A lot of community here in Melbourne are already getting behind that GoFundMe page, and it's, it's creeping up. But I think there'll be a lot of costs um, for uh, for his um, procedures.
0: Yeah, so please, please check out the link on our Instagram um, page. We'll also put it up on Twitter as well, and it's also on our Facebook. So at GA to get the link there for for the GoFundMe appeal. So, Sean, I think we're going to call it a day here today down in Geelong. Overall, a great day. Yeah, um, it's been too long since we had the podcast. Just things have been a bit crazy the last couple of months, but we're, we'll um we're definitely going to do a good Christmas special. Myself, Giggles, and Seanie are. are Spending the Christmas Together this year Down yeah. in beautiful Mount Martha Down by the seaside Not just the three of us Our families as well But we, maybe we can do A live Christmas day Special by the pool
1: That'd be great Liam I think yeah uh, Time to head back Up to Hume Highway Now again um, But uh, yeah It's uh, it's good to be Back on the air again Liam Kind of missed it actually It's good having A bit of banter On uh, on the airways again So we'll 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 probably sp- Hear you all again In, in Melbourne
0: Yeah, Alright Sean Thanks very much Have a great day everyone Take care